Simply Financial with Christopher Calandra, Certified Financial Planner, is an innovative, comprehensive, informative, and cutting-edge podcast that discusses financial topics ranging from personal finance, economics, politics, and personal growth. Simply Financial will cover intriguing and thought-provoking questions so that the listener can simply increase their financial IQ. This is Christopher Calandra, your host for the Simply Financial podcast. This is Season 2, Episode number 32. So, my guest today, Mitchell Levy, is um, with me here. Uh, He is from California, but he's visiting Connecticut. He's taken a few minutes out of his very busy schedule so we could talk. And so I've gotten to know him over these last couple of months. I've really enjoyed our interactions and discussions. I've enjoyed reading his books, checking out his website. It's really powerful stuff. But I'm a curious guy, right? So I want to find out the origins of AHA and what it means and some examples. But uh, first off, Mitchell, thanks for joining me today. (laughs) Chris, thanks for having me. All right, so let's jump right in. Who coined the phrase "the aha guy"? <laughs> so, I, uh, I, I, I wish I could say it was me. I, it, so it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I think it's actually probably a better story because then it would just be over. Yeah, I coined it. But so, all right. So somebody else came so up with it. So I, uh, I, when I started doing consulting, so I was helping companies figure out how to do thought leadership and helping in, both individuals and corporations do that. I went to LinkedIn and I said. Let's come up with a cool title. So the title I came up with, because I wanted to be the first in the world, was called Thought Leader Architect. And I could tell, looking at LinkedIn, I was the first in the world. I was the first thought leader architect in the world. And I'm thinking, that's pretty simple. What does that mean? I'm going to help companies figure out their architecture for thought leadership. Sure. It, when you hear it that way, you're like, I get it, right? Yeah. So two years went by, and... Lots of people knew I did this because I talked to a lot of people and I have a real nice network, but I didn't get as many referrals as I wanted to. And one of my friends looked at me and I said, so why why is this? And he says, well, because Mitchell, I, I don't know what thought leader architect is, but when I think about you, you're the aha guy. I'm like, okay. But I wanted, it was just so simple. I wanted to reject it. So I did reject it for a year. Saw him again a year really? later. And... And I asked him the same question. And he said, Mitchell, you're the aha guy. And I'm like, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> so so walk me through this. You're, you're, you're in lots of business meetings, right? Where sometimes you're the consultant. And I imagine there's lots of times when you're interviewing or meeting potential vendors and this stuff. You're in lots of business meetings, right? So this meeting with your friend, was it a business meeting or was it like – Two friends sitting on the backyard, maybe having a glass of wine, or what was the something similar to that? This was so. This was one of those guys I would meet at conferences. Okay, and we decided it's been too long. It was a year, and we're going to go to a pub and have a beer. Okay, so, so this is like a business friendship. Found a good, found a good Guinness. Okay, so it's this is like a business friendship that when you're on the road, you occasionally um, link up, spend some time together. But it wasn't, uh, let's sit down and have a strategy session. This was just kind of an impromptu. No, so Chris, here's the interesting part. That aha moment, that opportunity, that learning lesson comes from anyone, any shape, any form, any walk of life, any time. So we get gifts given to us almost every single second of every day. And most of the time, we just let them roll off our back. 
And so here's an opportunity, somebody really bright, very capable. Odie gave me the gift a year ago, and I just didn't quite listen to it. And it was only when I was ready to receive it that I actually heard it in a different way. So he didn't really change his pitch. No. And the world, your business didn't really change. No, I was just ready to, I was actually ready to listen. Okay. And that to me is what, so so to me, having that aha moment is, is I used to say it's when that light bulb came off. It was when that, that huge diamond in a rough idea came by. And, and that would happen every year or every other year. Now what I say is those aha moments, those opportunities, they come so many times during the day if you pay attention and you interact with enough people. You and I, uh, in the lunch conversation and hanging out with your brother and talking about business, we had at least 15 or 16 different aha moments. Different opportunities where you just can think about the world in a different way. It doesn't mean you act on all of them. But something as big as being called the aha guy, I mean, I wish I did it a year earlier, but you know, maybe I wasn't ready. But I am now. And what was nice is to actually be able to say, yes, somebody gave it to me and I just rejected it at first because that's what happens to most of us is that beautiful idea comes our way and we're not ready to listen so we don't hear it. So how long ago was this that uh, you coined the aha guy term what would you call it like is it a slogan what what is it's it's uh it's a moniker it's my three word soundbite of who i am okay my my seven second soundbite i'm the aha guy from aha that that empowers experts and thought leaders to share their genius but the aha guy sounds better because it's quicker sure so how long Uh, was this 12 to 18 months okay oh so not that long so you actually were using thought leader architects longer as of... Yeah, I used Thought Leader Architect for like three years. And oh, by the way, I should say this. <laughs> Within the first five weeks of <laughs> using the AHA guy, I got more recommendations from my friends who now knew what I did than the previous three years. So it did solve an issue within your business in terms of referability. Yeah. Well, Chris, here's the interesting part. So, so we all think that so maybe not all of us, but let's just assume you like your business, you like what you do, you think you do great stuff, and you just really want people to refer you, okay? So, so for those people who think that way, your job is to make it as simple and as easy as possible for somebody to actually say who you do, who you are and what you do, right? So thought leader, architect, people can figure out, oh, I need, I need to recommend Mitchell. The aha guy? Oh, I need to come up with a new way of thinking about this world and present it to others. That was something that was easy for other people to recommend. So in your business, what are you sharing with your friends, family, relationships, business partners, others? What are you sharing with them that would allow them to easily recommend you and to recognize the people that that are in their network that actually need you? Do you feel like if you're the aha guy, do you feel like there's pressure when somebody meets with you and they want to be a thought leader or they want to become an author or they're seeking consultation. Is there pressure? You know, I, I, don't, I don't feel it myself. I just, it is so easy when people say who they are and what they do and what, what issues or problems or, or, or concerns they have. It is so easy to lay out a framework that within a half hour, an hour, 
that gives them five or 10 or 15 aha messages. Just to me, we're the cool part is we're in this huge, massive transformation of who we are as a society, how we act, how we interact, what do we do, how we conduct business, all of it, everything's changing. And most people get so stuck on the status quo of what they do today, they're not seeing what's right in front of them. And so sometimes just some simple door opening opportunities where people start seeing the world in a slightly different way. And and, and so I don't have pressure. I often, I don't know, I guarantee when people talk to me for a half hour, they'll have at least three aha messages. And it's just easy. For me, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. I don't feel pressure. I just, I enjoy it. I get excitement out of it. So... Did that answer your question? Though? Yeah, no, absolutely. So okay. I'm thinking, my mind is racing because there's so many ways I can go with this, but I'm curious for, I consider myself very open-minded, but I imagine a lot of people do, right? No, Who says I'm closed-minded? I mean, nobody really says that, uh, but I take pride in being well-read, well-schooled in my craft and with current events and with history, I, I consider myself open-minded. Here at Elliott Wealth Management, for example, uh, Mitchell, we have um, our values, which is kind of our version of a, Mitchell, uh, a mission statement. But one of them is innovation that, you know, in the simplest sense is like, as the leader of the team, you're never going to hear me say, well, we've always done it that way. It just that terminology is not going to exist. So I consider myself open-minded. But you mentioned that there's some people that they they miss messages. You missed the message the first time, and they're just not ready. How do you make yourself more ready? And I'm thinking about everybody thinks they're open-minded. Nobody thinks they're closed-minded because who would admit to that? So how do you become more open to these aha moments that may occur by speaking with you, maybe happening in a specific strategic business meeting, or they might just happen through casual interactions with family, friends, clients that you might miss. How do you make yourself more open to that? I know it's a long-winded question. I went on way yeah. too long. Yeah, well, there are but, many questions here, but we'll pick the one that I that I yeah, pick I the heard. one you like the best. <laughs> and the question is simply: How do you become open-minded? How do you how do you prepare yourself to receive presence? And I guess the answer is. It's better, so the easiest answer, do more listening than talking, right? We often, when we're interacting with other people, we're spending so much time thinking about what we're going to say next when not actually listening to what other people are saying. People are smart. Many people are smart. Many people are very cool. I'll tell you my, and I'll really shorten this, but I'll give you one of my favorite aha messages that happened. It uh, It was my son's 20. It was when he was two. And my parents were over and brought him a a gift for the holidays. And it was, now, I don't know about those who were parents, my son was a darter. What a darter means is that if you close your eyes or you blink for a second, he's somewhere he's not <laughs> supposed to be and potentially going to hurt himself. So you just, yeah. constant vigilance. And they right? time it so well that the second you're distracted is when they make their move. Exactly. So, so one of the parents, my wife or I, had to be constantly there. So... My parents brought over a rocking horse. It was, you know, this two-piece rocking horse, and it was inside plastic and inside a box. And the box was wrapped. And so the the box was in the middle of the, the living room floor, and my, my dad said, hey, there it is. There's your present. And my son 
went over to the present. It was a big box in the middle of the floor and got on top of the box and started playing on top of the box. And my wife immediately went over to help him. And I just sort of grabbed her arm slightly and said, hey, can we watch? And, and I could go into a lot more detail about all the things that happened. So first he, 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 uh, he want, he needed to take the paper bag off the, you know, the, the presents, the unwrap the present. So my dad unwrapped the present. My dad then opened the box. My then, my dad then pulled the horse out of the box. He, the horse was in two pieces. Fortunately, he took the plastic and threw that away. So that was good. The, the horse piece was in, in two pieces. And the first thing my son did was played in the rocking piece at the bottom. And my dad said, no, that's not it. And he, he stuck the two things together. And this whole episode went by for 20 minutes of the entire unwrapping of the box episode. And what was the present for my wife and I was 20 minutes of enjoying somebody else interacting with our son where we didn't have to worry about that. And it was so interesting to see the present. And my wife would have missed it because she was just trying to be helpful, right? She wasn't trying to do anything bad. She was just trying to be helpful. And for us, it was just so much fun to watch that entire episode. And any parent would understand, oh my God, 20 minutes of relaxation, of not having to watch a daughter, that's beautiful. In everyday situations. So when we were talking about your business, the, the big question I had was, what is that one issue that people have? And, and your answer is, well, there are many. And I, and I would say, yes, there are absolutely many issues. But I'll still, I'll still put my thought process out there. There probably is one fundamental thing that we're not thinking about today that would encapsulate all those issues. Sure. So let's try to find it. We are going to work on that together. And and so in any business, what happens is you're so, in this case, financial planning, you're so ingrained in terms of what it is and what, it, what it's been. And, and you've put your stamp on it that makes it your stamp, like the innovation com- comment you had before. Those are great stamps, but you're still thinking within a relative box. And so the question is, is there something going on? Like, is there something that happened in the interview with your 18-year-old family friend? Is there something there that can be applied to mm-hmm. this? Is there, is there something, and just think about, is there something that your younger son can talk about when you take him golfing? Is there, you know, those gifts that happen, if you just open up your mind, all of a sudden what's going to happen is they're going to come from places that you don't expect. And, and so it's really trying to think outside the paradigm of where you live today and look for something that's so much different. And I think in today's world, we get to see that transformation. And if you don't, uh, if you don't think, think about what happened with Facebook, right, and where that is today. Think about what happened with Amazon. I sat in a park bench with Jeff Bezos who said, Mitchell, this is not about books. I'm going to transform books because it's the most craziest system today. But after that, it's going to be everything. Sure. And you know what, Mitchell? When we build stuff to solve the problems, things that work for us, as soon as they work for us, we're going to start selling them to other people. So that's where you got AWS, you know, Amazon, you know, the, the Amazon system to to steer, store and share information and programs online. So the interesting part is we're seeing examples of things being transformed all the time. You just got to look at your own system, your own company, your own industry, and, and recognize that if you don't change what you're doing, somebody else will. 
So as we wrap up, because we both have a little uh, time restriction here today, um, I love the idea of being open to aha moments that are going to occur during the day. And lots of times they'll be when you don't necessarily expect them and from sources that you may not expect. And you mentioned listening because so many people are smart and wise and experienced that you could get value from there. Um, if you had, just as we wrap up, one more tip for somebody to be more open to aha moments and not let them slip away or get ignored. Do you have another piece of advice? I'm so glad you asked that question. The smartest people in the world, the most successful people in the world, walk around with the ability to take notes. So actively listen for aha moments and write them down. If you look at Richard Branson, you never see him without a notepad. He was a multi-billionaire, and he's constantly taking notes in meetings. So here's the thing. If you're constantly looking for an opportunity for an aha moment and you're taking notes on it, they will magically appear. That is a great answer. I love it. Uh, I wish we had more time. Hopefully, we'll be able to do this again. But uh, this was terrific. Hopefully, the listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. So uh, thanks again. Aha. <laughs> so I will be back with you in an upcoming episode of the Simply Financial podcast very soon. But in the meantime, please go to our website, www.elliotwealth.com. You could get more information about me and the rest of the team here at Elliott Wealth Management. You can sign up for a free, no-cost, complimentary consultation. I think I probably repeated myself there a little bit. But you could sign up for a consultation with us so we could learn how we might be able to help you and you could learn how we might be able to assist you in winning with money. And you could sign up for our mailing list and also, like I said, get more information about the rest of the team. Thanks so much. I'll be back with you very soon. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note, the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies, websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with SagePoint Financial. It was in New York, seen from a small town.